there are overwhelming, turbulent times, but that also means there is major potential to fill the cracks with new ideas and to transform these destructive systems. There are specific root causes for problems and holistic solutions everywhere. There is room for prosperity, there is room for regeneration and a shift in values. Another reality is possible and that's what we're exploring here today. Welcome to Sage Talking. So today, this is going to be a little bit of a different situation because it's more going to be a conversation. Mm -hmm. I want us to talk about everything uncensored, not glossed over just whatever you're thinking you can say because I think, (laughs) and I'm not the disclaimer type of person because I think sometimes that defeats the purpose. It's like, I don't want to be rude and then you insult somebody. Um, (laughs) It's it's, um, more of a preface to say we're going to be talking about topics that some people might construe as controversial and I want everybody to keep in mind that it's just two people you know, talking about their opinions, thoughts, and this obviously what we're talking about here, only we're speaking from our own backgrounds, from our own experiences, Mm -hmm. from our own things that have shaped us in life and the influences that have um, kind of determined who we are and and what we're thinking about different topics. And so I want to invite everybody as well, something that I sometimes do is actually listen to roundtable discussions or people or podcasts where I think off the bat, I'm not going to agree with them because I think that's something that keeps you tolerant and open-minded and can broaden your horizon, which I think in a time like this where we're missing so many nuances in different conversations and people are being canceled and excluded left and right just because they're saying something the majority has deemed not right to say anymore, which I absolutely disagree with. Um, Mm -hmm. I think it's so important to have these conversations. So I want everybody to invite who is listening in to just see themselves as a neutral observer. Just listen without maybe much judgment or their own opinions and just say, okay, you know, Let's go on a ride together to explore different <laughs> topics and angles. So, yes. Nelly, I want to know from you, um, maybe um, just so there's a little bit of context, you could introduce yourself, who you are, maybe an educational background where you grew up, because I think that also, you know, cultural backgrounds, they, they also play into that. And anything you want to share about you that you think is relevant. Okay, perfect. Thank you for for the introduction, first of all, and you're very right in saying that um, the way we were brought up and also the country, um, the type of people that we have, uh, that we have um, been friends with, etc, that shapes uh, our opinions. And so in my case, um, I was brought up in, I mean, born in Slovakia, which is a country in Eastern Europe. And brought up mostly in uh, in Africa uh, by my mom and my dad and I think what also is relevant to say is that my dad used to be in the in the foreign legion which is a, a type of army in France um, and this has shaped a lot uh, the way I was raised and also I was brought up under I would say Eastern European values 
which is which differs a lot from some countries in Western Europe, and especially since um, my parents has have still lived under communism, etc. So it's a it's very interesting also for me now to see how this has influenced my life and my my opinions, my way of thinking. Um, so yes, uh, born in Slovakia, then raised in Africa. We basically followed my father, who had several jobs um, over there, and then studied in Spain for, for five years. Um, and I studied international relations and uh, business administration, so a, a double degree. And international, international relations were kind of, uh, it was like a, a natural path for me because I, I've been raised abroad and also speaking several languages, I really wanted to understand um, what was going on in the world, um, what was the geopolitical context, how different political interests um, might have influenced some countries and some decisions. Um, and then, then after, after my studies, I was kind of, uh, I'd say lost, or at least I'm someone who is interested in almost everything. I'm very curious. And so it was very difficult for me to find a path and also um, had kind of a different way of thinking, I would say. So was not easy to find uh, to find my path in life, I would say, and still isn't today. But uh, that's normal. That's something that I'm I'm happy about actually uh, nowadays. And yeah, did a bit of everything: some recruitment, some training and development. Um, worked in sales. Now working in a, currently working in a hotel and a summer job, and now thinking about a new project. So it's uh, everything for now is a. Uh, is a big question mark, but I think what keeps me going is um, is just uh, seeing what's happening in the world. There is a lot happening in the world, and I'm happy that we're going to discuss about that uh, nowadays. I mean, today in this podcast, and in an uncensored manner. <laughs> yeah, Obviously, trying to be as politically correct as possible, but I think it's important, as you said, to to just like say your opinion, but uh, you know that on the other side. You have no judgment because the other person is conscious of the fact that you need to be open to these types of discussion and not let your your ego and your background jump in um, as fast as possible because that's what happens usually. So yeah, that's kind of uh, the background, and I'm very happy to to be here with you, Stella, today and to be discussing all types of topics. <laughs> yeah, so I think. Um... That is something you already gave me a good opening there saying, um, first of all, thank you for introducing yourself. And I think uh, it's very interesting, like hearing different people's backgrounds, upbringing, where they come from. I mean, yours is definitely very interesting. Probably a lot of people you would you would ask about their upbringing if you dug deeper, like on the street, just asking randomly, you'd probably be surprised because you obviously can't see it from the outside, how a person yeah. has um, been brought up. Um, and then in your case, studying international relations obviously was very fitting there. Um, but... Yeah, I, um, I I want to talk about, you said, you know, talking about this in an uncensored manner, trying to be as politically correct as possible. And there we already have our first topic, I think, political <laughs> correctness, which is a phenomenon brought about very much by the political left, the very political left left. Mm -hmm. And I personally am not a fan 
of either the extreme political left or the extreme political right um, and these these boxes that and categories that people are being put in everybody's being asked to identify themselves in certain ways um, regarding certain criteria having to tick different boxes which I'm not a big fan of because I think it reduces people to certain things and you completely fail to see to to even have a chance to see the person underneath with mm -hmm. all their nuances and opinions because just if somebody tells you they are veering towards the political left they're vegan and i don't know what else <laughs> yes. you have to identify you know these things it, it, that doesn't tell you everything about them that doesn't tell you if you're going to like them as a person that doesn't tell you if you can have intelligent discussions with them or if they're kind or intelligent mm. it, it, and, and you know we have to or it feels like there are certain criteria or marks that people identify themselves as like nowadays sexuality political orientation etc and sometimes their ethnicity these are like some of the main ones mm -hmm. but it's not like a person goes up to you and says oh i'm a i'm a professional like show jumper and also my favorite color is green you know <laughs> it's like there are certain things that are seen as markers of how people think they can tell how this person is and that mm -hmm. is something that bothers me a bit mm -hmm. um so how would you say if you had to describe it your do you i would you put yourself as um, politically, where are you leaning towards? Um, what is your idea of saying, okay, this is what I most feel most comfortable with in the political era? Or are you saying right now, can't really, can't really go into any, ca any category because it's all becoming too extreme? Or mm -hmm. can you share that? Yes, sure. So first, I just, just to really quickly comment on what you said. Uh, the fact that people are identifying themselves and just uh, fitting into boxes. I find this, um, in a sense, easy. I don't know if you know what I mean. Easy in a sense that if you identify uh, yourself with, let's say, the political right or the political left, uh, then you kind, of, um, you kind of erase a whole spectrum of what could define you, right? And it's easy to identify to some group because obviously we all want to belong to a group and we're, we're all more comfortable belonging to a group. And we feel like the group is backing us up um, and our opinions and we can justify our opinions because we belong to this group. So I find it quite easy. And so myself, I, I tried like my entire life not to do that exactly, to say that I belong to this or I belong to that. If I would, um, if I would have, though, to choose let's say a political side, I would, I would, I think probably lean towards the right, political right, um, not to the left, or at least not in the sense how it's, um, how it's presented in France, because I, I know mostly the French, uh, the French political system, right? So I would mostly go towards the right. And um, the thing is, today, uh, even if you're towards the right, you don't you don't necessarily know what the right is anymore because it's uh, it's not at the political level uh, that the definition isn't clear. It's at the social level itself nowadays, I find. And here people are are not even considering politics, but it's more it has we have delved into identity an identity 
identity crisis, sorry, and not um, political crisis, I would say. Um, at least that's how I see it. But uh, yeah, shortly to answer your question, political right. Yeah, and, and look, this is the thing. But, you know, uh, just for the audience, me and Nelly, we met in Switzerland um, at the year 2040 event and we hit it off right away. We had such <laughs> lovely conversations, although we barely knew each other. We um, bunked together two nights, I think it was, before yeah. she had to go off to the next adventure. And we just had such a good time together and we understood each other really well. And this is the thing, I obviously didn't know your political orientation because mm -hmm. to me it doesn't matter. I knew who you were as a person. And obviously in France it's a different um, context, but I have a feeling exactly that um, if you say nowadays um, and... I am obviously speaking from the context of Germany, but I would say it's become similar in some ways. It's um, also in the US, although everything there I feel is is 50 times more exaggerated yes. than <laughs> anything in any other country. Yes, um, but if, if you told somebody in in some parts where there's this extreme political left, oh, I'm leaning towards the political right, just without context, some people would already write you off, you know, and be like, yes. oh, mm, political right. And this is exactly what you said. You know, yes. it's easy to put a person in a box and say like, okay, Nelly, I'm not going to talk to her. I'm not going to discuss things with her. And that's, I think, completely wrong because I know, like, I, I, don't, I wouldn't identify myself as political left, neither political right, because as you said, you don't even know which each of these is anymore because the, mm -hmm. the political sphere is so crazy um, yeah and it just feels like they're like trumping themselves one upping themselves with with ideas that they think will speak to the public it's exactly. yeah it's really confusing and that's like what i don't like because for me it's more let's put more emphasis on the person who is that person i know i like you i know i like speaking to you and i feel very comfortable with you so it shouldn't matter but for some reason in many instances today it does and that's why i'm so glad that we're having this conversation mm -hmm. because that's something that that really bothers bothers me so one more thing i want to say before i kind of pass this back to you because i wanted to be like a, a like a conversation this is going to be a conversation podcast not an interview <laughs> so um yeah a thing you said before about people want to fit into groups because we want to belong somewhere which is completely right and it, and i think this is this you know like maybe in the animal kingdom you know people want to belong and they feel good belonging to tribes to communities and for me the issue is there i think today we're putting people too much into groups or ourselves into groups and we're lacking community. So mm -hmm. like, um, let's say towns, cities, different regions. Um, I think the, the community has gotten lost in many places that you have a sense of place and home and interaction with everybody that lives near you because we don't have this factor of provision anymore like we used to where 
like you would be something who made clothes and your neighbor would be the person who makes food and mm -hmm. then you um and then uh, you give them you know a piece of clothing you made and that person therefore gives you some potatoes so you don't have this aspect of anymore that if you live in a town that you are all you know living together working together exchanging goods it's more like we live next to one another but we don't rely on each other anymore which i think is a huge thing that that sense of community broadly has gotten lost and i think it would be important to place less emphasis on groups uh, via identity markers and more emphasis on community mm -hmm. yeah i totally agree with you um Can, can I can I answer or do you have a, a question for me? No, of course. You can just jump on in and share what you think <laughs> about that. I, I totally agree with you. Um, and it's beautiful when you look back uh, a few decades, when you look a few decades back, how people, because of, let's say, because of war or some different context, right, had to rely on each other and had to, because also times were harder uh, back then. Today, I think we have a lot of comfort, at least in, uh, in our Western societies. And there, people knew how to exchange and um, exchange in a smart way and know that if I produce, as you said, potatoes, the other one uh, will have more time to produce uh, wine, whatever, right? Um, so I totally agree with you. And we completely switched to another, to another system where now it's kind of fighting groups. Like we have gotten into groups to fight against something, forgetting our own growth. Um, as human beings, as individuals, because we're, we're human beings meant to live in a society, but also individuals who now have the comfort and the time to grow by ourselves and to spend more time in, into, in actually trying to figure out what we want, what we need, and trying to seek a, a higher purpose without uh, delving too much into spirituality. But we have that time and comfort nowadays. Um, in terms of community... I see that there are some people trying to do that. There are some people trying to live together. They go usually to the suburbs, uh, buy a piece of land, and then some start uh, some agricultural things, and then the others something different, a small business, and then they exchange. But these are minorities, and these people are usually seen nowadays as uh, as weird people, I would say, as people who, who don't fit in like this big city, this fast life. Um, This life where we have to produce, to consume, to to be the best, to succeed, um, and in the on the political sphere, um, because I think we have the minorities are being pushed up and being supported by go by governments. Uh, people feel the need to now belong to some minority to 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 kind of feel legitimate to fight against uh, or fight for some rights. Uh, if we if we talk about the identity, uh, I mean gender identity, etc., um, they're backed up nowadays by governments, uh, whereas they didn't, they they weren't uh, a few decades ago. Um, a few decades ago, I think governments were trying to support people to, um, I would not say maybe better than today, because obviously each each time periods were completely different, but at least uh, the direction was a. Uh, made more sense right nowadays we i kind of feel like we lost the direction and everyone is just trying to fight against something which is very temporary and i think in a few decades we won't be talking anymore about gender identity that's my opinion but um it's temporary and necessary at the same time um 
we have to go through that to then find peace and stability again. Um, I kind of said a lot of things here. Um, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to uh, to comment on something, no, hundred percent. I, I completely agree with that, and. Um... I think, you know, first of all, this is, you know, such a huge topic and I can already feel myself while you're speaking, you know, my brain goes to so many yeah. different issues yeah, that it's, it's kind of hard. But um, and exactly what you said, there is this minority of people, 100 percent, which I'm seeing all over the world. Uh, popping up in isolation, you know, communities, people becoming, um, you know, totally self-sufficient and autonomous again, homeschooling, you know, kind of exiting the matrix and all of that and, and, and communities, you know, as you said, people buying plots of land and there are mm -hmm. so many, there are some, some um, very well-known or at least well-known if, if, if you look out for that and if yeah. you're kind of, in that um if, if that's what you're you know looking for to receive because that's another thing with like social media or things you look at mm -hmm. you kind of have to be in that realm to receive the information that that's there um and so it, it's funny because for one person they're like oh popping up everywhere and another person might be like i've never heard of that before although we're all using the same social media platform mm -hmm. so that's obviously another thing the input we get um but as you said and um eco villages etc there are some really great things because i think people again as you said they're minorities but they're craving community they want to have practical real life skills they want to be able to rely on themselves and there's this thought of saying, okay, right now we're so dependent on governments and corporations for everything, for everything from our daily lives, because it's not like we still have, you know, the commons where we have a forest in a town and it's free to everybody. It doesn't mm -hmm. belong to anyone and you can drink the water there. You can take the berries and the food that grows there. Cause first <laughs> of all, I wouldn't drink any water from a flowing river cause who knows what's in there. And that's, yeah. you know, the bad thing what makes us so dependent on governments and corporations to provide us with everything. So I love the thought obviously of those, minority groups to say we're going to come together I've actually thought of that you know I want mm -hmm. to learn how to I am currently learning you know how to how to grow food and all these things and and I, I just have this urge to just learn <laughs> so many practical skills like to build stuff to repair because I didn't learn from my parents there are some people who still learn that from home mm -hmm. you know I mean if your parents uh, for example have learned to trade or something you know you're probably going to know how to do some things and especially here in the countryside a lot of people have learned trades so there are still these practical skills and obviously people have gardens so some of them still grow food maybe not like it's still rare not as a as a main mm -hmm. you know to provide all nourishment yeah. but um uh, just more to say because they like gardening or they want to grow a little bit of their own food um, and you're obviously in a little bit of a different context there because you're living in more of a of a city and a different climate um, <laughs> right now in in France. Um, but what would you say? Have you ever thought about you know saying okay, 
and it would be nice to be with a few people, buy some land, and then, you know, <laughs> is that something that you feel drawn to or you're just respected when you see it, but maybe it's not interesting right now in your life for you? I definitely uh, feel like I'm going to end up in some kind of community. Um, and this is a thought, you know, uh, you have to go through different um, phases, I think, in life, uh, in our modern life, uh, in order to realize that it's kind of inevitable if you want to live well and you want to stay healthy to actually start uh, learning these practical skills. Because you look at, I look at my grandparents, right? Um, they have their own gardens. They know how to grow food. They know how to repair things in their house, both uh, my grandpa and my grandma as well. And they just know how to take care of a family. They know how to take care of themselves and their surroundings and they have good relationships with their neighbors. And this is something that I, I always look up to. I want uh, It inspires me, at least, uh, much more than than living in the big city in the middle of cars and uh, just breathing bad air and um, just going from my home to work uh, in, I don't know, in the, in the tram or whatever, right? So I just think that we are afraid. Uh, I mean, a lot of people might want this as well, but I think a lot of people are afraid to jump into that because that means that you have to relearn a lot of things. You have to let go of a lot of things, relearn a lot of things, and in order to be ready to actually start a community. So if I'm honest with myself nowadays, I'm not ready. I'm learning. I bought a book. Uh, it's called a survival book. And I tried with a friend. We went to the mountains. He's uh, in the military. I mean, he used to be in the military. And I asked him if he could go with me so he could teach me how to survive in the mountains and how to just like whatever, uh, just survive right in the mountains. And I'm just starting like to do these little things, to be learning these little things in order to be ready one day, uh, because I think that's the ultimate goal to have a, a nice um, house somewhere in a community with some land and just to grow some food and and to, to live a, a happy, simple life, which doesn't mean that I, because a lot of people associate this type of life with disconnection with reality, right? And I think that's a problem as well. Um, they think that because you want to escape the matrix and be an outsider, uh, you necess it necessarily means that you will cut ties with uh, the, I mean, what they call the real world uh, we live in, which is, I think, not necessary and not true. In my opinion, you have to stay curious. You still have to use uh, what has been uh, done nowadays, what has been invented, etc. It's, it's there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to be used, um, and there's a lot to to take away also uh, from how we evolve as uh, human beings. Um, so yeah, just to go back to community life, yes, one day, not ready today because I think we have lost connection to that and to, to just basic life skills, we have lost connection to this if we were not brought up in such an environment. Luckily, I've had some basics from my father and from my mother and my grandparents, uh, but the, it takes time, it takes time. I don't know yes. what you think about that. I know 100%. I'm also in that learning process. As I said, right now, my passion is like um, growing food and understanding nature, plants, understanding everything, you know, that is around me. And I'm still looking for a little like you. Everything is a big question mark. I'm looking for mentors, for places where I can learn that. 
And um, I think it's really about going back, um, going back to basics and focusing on fulfilling, you know, human needs, like, you know, food, farming, community, connection, intellectual pursuits as well, creativity, mm -hmm. conversation, singing, play, exploration, as well as self-sufficiency and feeling like we're capable. Because I think it's, it's really, a, the, I, I think it should be valued again that we as people use all of our faculties, the physical and the intellectual, because mm -hmm. right now it's more like, okay, if you have a good education, you know, whatever that is, because most education, <laughs> normal education, if you're not going to what people will call quote unquote, an alternative school or like a Steiner school or yeah. something like that, or a kindergarten in the forest, <laughs> then you're going to have only theoretical knowledge mainly if you don't go to some vocational school or something where you where you learn like a trade or so but you don't learn in school normally very much you don't or I never learned how to grow food how to really sew or repair things if these there's something wrong with the electricity in my house or a door goes off the hinges I don't know how to fix stuff I would have to <laughs> look it up or call somebody and there's so much emphasis placed on the theoretical, on reading stuff, on, on learning things. Um, but very, uh, I think they're not things that foster creativity and also individual, you know, thinking. Um, because it's more like, okay, you know, at the end of your schooling, you're going to hopefully fit into our economic scenario and you know what would that do if you would be able to be self-sufficient and as you said lead a simple life you're not going to contribute to gdp you're not going to exactly. be part of this society that has been created and as you said, status and stuff. yes definitely and so I can totally see where people create their own communities. As you said, it's not people just going off into the forest alone and saying, I'm putting up my tent. It's people, you know, they come together, have their farmer's markets and, you know, are share their energy that is produced from, from, I don't know, their own renewable energy sources to be independent. So it's not like they're going off distancing themselves from, from humanity. They're just creating their own realm of living because the majority of the world is not living that way anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I do agree with you. And something that kind of uh, makes me angry, if I can say that. <laughs> yes, of course, <laughs> you can say anything. It's, I think really it is, and I want you to, to just be open and honest because yeah. I feel many people feel they have to apologize for saying different things that doesn't fit into this new political you know vocabulary so mm -hmm. say anything as long as it's you know polite and not deliberately hurting anybody then no, say no. it that's, that, that's fine that's fine <laughs> <laughs> so what i feel is like obviously um we have evolved right as human beings our political systems have evolved so social systems have evolved educational systems whatever you want uh has changed a lot and although we're going through cycles, because obviously uh, there are bigger cycles, uh, smaller cycles um, in life and in society and in just in, in the universe, I would say. So it's, it's kind of an honorable pursuit uh, that we wanted 
peace in the world that we wanted, uh, like that we have evolved towards democracy, that we have evolved towards uh, freedom of speech, etc. So there are things that are, that are nice pursuits and honorable pursuits in the sense that uh, some a few people had uh, very good visions and very uh, noble and I think um, very legitimate visions um, of how humanity should uh, should behave, should look like, of what a good social system should look like, etc. But what I feel we have lost um, over the years is really our capacity to to think by ourselves and our curiosity and our critical thinking, because um, today we have the possibility to to see beyond everything that is happening. Um, I think we all have the brains, or at least our brain is uh, powerful enough, if we know how to use it, in order to see that what's happening today in the world, like, I don't know, just uh, some people, I, I, I don't want to hurt anyone or, or anything, but some people who identify as dogs, for example, and start barking, that's what I had in, a friend told me about, that uh, a friend of hers in, in class started barking because on that day he felt as a dog, and then the ones who started laughing at that person, um, well, the teacher just fired them from class. And this is something like, I feel it's all upside down. A lot of things are upside down nowadays. And instead of judging these people or just being angry or whatever, or fighting, etc., what we what we should do is just try to educate ourselves. Um, educate ourselves and see what are the basic needs of human beings, what are the basic behaviors, the basic neuroaffective schemes that drive us. Um, there's a lot of basic things that we forget or that we don't learn about ourselves, how our body functions, just really very, very basic human stuff, right? Um, and I think we have lost touch with this and we have lost touch with a lot of um, a lot of basic human and, and natural principles and mostly natural principles, I think, and natural... Uh, not, I don't even know how to say that, but natural processes, I would call that. And we don't, we are very lazy. Um, I say we in general, uh, we're very lazy. We don't educate ourselves enough and we don't take the time to do so. And to know that there's a lot of things, uh, a lot of matters that we could take into our own hands in order to improve first our life and the life of maybe a few people around us. Um, and we are also, and that brings back, that brings us back to I think to the beginning of our of the podcast of what we talked about is that we everything is a uh, I mean our speech needs to be politically correct uh, we cannot offend anyone we cannot say to someone if we see a, a person that is clearly going downhill because I don't know that person is eating McDonald's every day we cannot tell that person anymore like do you think maybe you could, there's another alternative, you can eat healthier, blah, 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 because that person gets offended and next thing you know, they call you fat phobic. Like this is something yeah. that really annoys me because we uh, we have lost the curiosity on one side and we have lost this, um, we're lazy to educate ourselves. And on the other side, um, we are we have become very tolerant, but not in a smart way because there's a way to be tolerant, obviously. Uh, you can tolerate a lot of things and there's a lot of things to be tolerated because everyone is evolving in different ways, etc. Everyone has their own feelings, visions, blah, blah. But now we're being, we're just being stupid and ignorant about a lot of things. And that's why we're acting a lot with our ego, I feel. And, and just our very primal opinions on things 
And because we don't take time to analyze what's going on and to see what's going on and just reflect about it, have normal conversations and that everyone is open to just be healthy, but on all dimensions, you know? Yeah. What do you think about this? I know I, I, this, I think it hits the nail on the head, Uh, you know, saying we've become tolerant, but not in a smart way, I think perfectly sums it up. As you said, I mean, that is also, I think, a topic um, that's very pushed and emphasized by the political, extreme political left. Um, if you, again, want to use those identifications, it's like, I think people are just being, I think people are also very annoyed because they're being so confused by mm-hmm. different political actors. It's so confusing yeah. what you can and can't do, what you what you can say and can't say, and what should now be deemed okay and normal and I think when people you know try to normalize everything so many things that are not intelligent to normalize as you said because they're either unhealthy they're damaging to societies or just damaging to ourselves when you look at how people are made up you know biologically how we function what we need what we thrive on because normalizing something and even encouraging something that is not healthy or that we don't thrive on if it's like a certain way of eating of of acting of of what your days look like of what you occupy yourself with um then you know, that that is not just damaging to yourself, but also possibly to the people around you because more and more people might start acting that way. And I think the thing that many people often lose sight of when, as you said, they get so offended and everything is generally in the history of, of humans. And as you said, we do all evolve. We've definitely evolved and we will continue evolving is that what we've decided now in a span of maybe like 20 years is normal. Yeah. There have been hundreds and thousands of years where things have been completely different and all the things we regard now as normal has been like the shortest blip ever on the, on the human history. Like generally, it's, it's not normal at all. But then people decide or politics decides mm. that something is normal right now or a certain special interest group decides that and then we have to go along with it otherwise you're going to be shunned and you know yeah yeah you're exactly. and that is just oh we could probably talk about this for hours <laughs> I, and like you know these conversations I think they use so much brain power they're so exhausting aren't they <laughs> they are exhausting it's true because yeah. because I think you and I and probably a lot of people we know also we're trying to not to uncover the truth because we I think we, we don't really know what the truth is, but at least we kind of maybe have a sense of uh, the direction we should take in order to live a, a happy and healthy life. And seeing everything that's happening around you and not being able to change anything or being able at least to to try and change small things in your own life, because that's the only thing we can do right now. We're not politicians or well-known figures, right? But it's, it's kind of frustrating in a way that you're seeing all of this happening and you want people to understand with, uh, I mean, some things, but you see that that's not going to happen at the moment. It's really not going to happen. It's just like you have to keep up with your own life and trying for yourself to, to stay in something that is um, 
that is uh, healthy and and kind of smart and and beneficial for yourself and for your surroundings because it's easy to fall in the comfort zone to just join a group and then to to act like everyone and that that that's that's the easy path but when you're conscious about a few things then keeping up with with this and trying to to not fall into that and trying to also um i mean keep educating yourself and all these things it's a it's it's a fight it's it's a fight like that you fight every day uh, it is and it's yeah. incredibly frustrating as you said because once you start noticing things and i don't want to talk about now enlightenment but yeah. it's kind of like that sentiment like it's it's you start seeing the world differently and you start noticing things that that you could perceive or in the context of human needs of how humans would thrive these things that are going on are wrong and they're not conducive to what humans actually need or what mm -hmm. you know the world needs to thrive not just humans but the natural world as well and when you start noticing those things and start hearing things where when you've educated yourself enough and questioned yourself enough because I think it's about it's about it, eternally questioning ourselves never presuming that we are completely 100% right and that mm -hmm. what our reality in life and that what we we see in life and think is right or wrong that that might be the complete opposite for another person and alone that fact I think means that we always have to question ourselves because we're always just arguing from our own standpoint and I think mm -hmm. that's incredibly important to also and that's why I think you must have conversations also with people who are not like-minded because otherwise you stay in your bubble and you don't read or hear about things that contradict some of the things that that are so ingrained in you that you think okay this is like the golden rule this must be it like I found the eternal truth and I think always questioning your own truth is what just broadens your horizon and makes you a person that is more tolerant, more intelligent, mm -hmm. and where you can kind of also come closer to finding your true values that actually feel not the ones you've been conditioned to believe by either your environment, maybe even your own parents, the people you were surrounded by at school, your teachers, maybe even work colleagues, or the, the group you fell in for some reason. And mm -hmm. um, so I think redefining yourself, what you think, to just keep learning, that's so important. But as you said, people, people are and I'm talking about the general again not not everybody obviously but in general what you said when you said people are lazy I think that's so true because I think also the difference now is a lot of us and especially in the context of you and me every day we don't fight for our survival so there's no need to be in survival mode and to think I need to learn a lot of things I need to learn skills I need to educate myself and keep working on bettering myself because you won't die if you don't do it you know you will just continue existing you can go to the grocery store tomorrow and buy something and I think it takes discipline and also looking out of the box to say okay I basically I will get everything now that I need for life and I have a roof over my head and comfort but going out of that comfort zone although you don't don't have to kind of living 
in foresight and saying, but I'm seeing the world and this and this might happen and I'm going to prepare for it, although there is no imminent danger, I think that kind of takes stepping out of you know how humans usually usually act if there's no yeah. imminent danger which is yeah. the path of least resistance in other <laughs> words possibly a little lazy you know <laughs> exactly i think you summed it up perfectly perfectly in, in that sense it's like if you if you don't turn your tv off and uh and don't see what's out there uh you will still stay in your comfort zone and uh no one will help you out because the system in, is made in such a way that you 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 kind of stay in it if you're if you don't try to get out of it then it's 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 a perfect it's a perfect system in a sense that it, it works you know you want to stay in the system it's easy you want to get out of it that takes time effort as you said discipline i really like the world the, the word discipline i think a lot of people are lacking discipline nowadays Yes. Uh, and included. also again yes. even if you said that in some places people would probably say like uh, Nelly she's cancelled <laughs> obviously <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah because I think also it's it's important learning also about how how humans think and function also from an evolutionary standpoint and mm-hmm. realizing that although we do think that through all our innovations technological and other developments And as a society, which, you know, again, it's incredible how we think this is, you know, how how this is all the reality that exists, although it's been such a short amount of time that we live like this, shorter than anything else that has ever existed. And still we think this is the entire reality and often can't see, you know, out of that anymore. In the system, it's it's easy to be lazy and easy to be compliant. And um, but I think it takes for everybody their own individual journey to to realize that and to have these yeah. conversations is so important yeah. because I mean all that got me realizing all of that or thinking differently is also conversations listening to yep. other people's conversations so i think we can't underestimate the power of of word and speech and i think today both of those are being manipulated in 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 incredible ways and and sowing so much division and confusion and what bugs me also is that you know these groups and and people that are always championing like we have to be tolerant and blah 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 in a very dogmatic way that creates so much more division because yeah, uh, yeah I think that's something that's also going incredibly wrong. Mm-hmm. I, I really like the way you you, you put it um, and what you said that what got you actually thinking differently is, is uh, discussions, conversations and the fact that um, we actually need to use words and uh, in a proper way as well because uh, today the speech because if you ask anyone to define uh what this or that community is or what um i don't know what uh, feminists are people don't know people don't even know how to define groups they belong to they will just be like i, I don't know if you have seen or maybe some people who listen to to this podcast have seen the documentary uh, what is a woman but basically uh the guy goes around asking everyone women uh men uh, transgenders whoever like what is a woman and people cannot even define such a basic thing as, as what a woman is you mean a, a woman by her biological markers or genetic makeup like something like that 
just like he's asking what is a woman in your opinion and people mm -hmm. are literally saying i don't know and but they claim for example a man who transitioned into being a woman was asked what is a woman and he said i don't know and so the the, the, journal, the journalist said like but if you transition towards being a woman why was that and he's like just because i like it but that's the that that's the whole problem i see today is that people are identifying um, to groups, to identities, whatever, without necessarily knowing why or without pushing their reflection like to the limit to understand why they want this and they haven't really gone through this whole thinking process and where they took time to understand why they want something is because they feel like this, that they transitioned to it or whatever, or they felt like uh, becoming a politician uh, from one day to the other, so they became a politician. But oftentimes what I feel is that there's, like, the, the reflection process behind this is, is just absent, and, um, and the use of words and of speech is completely confusing, as you said. Uh, and now it's, it's amazing that we're having these types of conversations, because... I, my mother, for example, asked me, why are you doing this podcast? And do you know what you're going to talk about? I was like, no, we said with Stella that we're just going to talk about a few topics and no preparation needed and we'll see on the moment. And it's an amazing exercise for us because obviously we're both feeling things, some very strongly, some less, etc. right? So we could be talking with our feelings solely, but that wouldn't help a lot of people. That would just help some people who are who have like some extreme views to identify to us as beings and to our to a few of our words. But what we're trying to do here is being smart about it and trying to have a real conversation open and trying to see what's behind everything, right? Actually trying to have a real thinking process. And I think that's what's lacking a lot uh, nowadays. And that's why it's amazing to just have podcasts or debates or real conversations with people and trying to really push like the push our brain a bit and see not just the brain, the heart, but tr trying to sum everything up together and see where it leads to. And if we don't find, uh, I don't know, if we don't find an ending, then okay, good. The, the question is open, but it's really about this trying to push the, the thinking. So we're not just relying on our basic feelings. Like today I feel like this and tomorrow I won't feel like this anymore. You know, that's uh, that's what yeah. I've noticed a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I think, that as you said that's that's something that's missing a lot and sometimes on days where everything is too confusing and everything is contradicting itself I just think you know what happened to just being a decent human being you know to just being a good person and just saying we're going to respect one another you know, no matter who they are, what they look like, what they identify as, as long as you can say people continue questioning each other, trying to be smart and intelligent. And as you said, because I think some of the things are like, if you ask people about why they're doing something and they basically don't really know, they're just doing it because it's some sort of blueprint they were given by a group or, or a mm -hmm. government or a political party, then I think that's not great because, yeah. you know, then what are you basing your behaviors off, your life choices? But I think, you know, just being... A, a, a decent human being you know continue trying to learn and sticking to 
you know, what being a human is about. You know, we, as we talked about before, we need certain things like food and water and shelter and community and trying how can we do this as best and all contribute so that we can flourish as human beings in connection and in harmony with the natural world. I mean, that is the one thing that is basically always true. That never needs to be questioned because that's the yeah. basis of all life. <laughs> You're right. You're completely right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I think, yeah. And, and just, you know, you can make your decisions and, and your choices and you can be who you want to be, but I think it should be informed and have some truth and integrity to it. And even if you feel something is right for you, I think we also need to stop if it goes beyond human needs and, you know, fulfilling, you know, basic human and, and needs I sh think we should stop if somebody finds out something works for them you know stop taking that into the political era and imposing that on a society as a whole on everybody as a whole because it might not work for society as a whole or for the majority of people so saying we can respect one another but this doesn't have to be a, a main you know the made the basis of everybody's reality if in general, it's not a reality that all humans need to thrive. Maybe mm -hmm. we can find ways to thrive together in harmony, but the basis is just what the basis is, you know, for all of us as humans yes, in yes. harmony with nature. You you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, no, I think me. it's so hard to find the right words. But it's it's because it's so obvious that you're trying to, you know, to 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 find the right words but it's, it's something very obvious like as you said it's the the natural laws natural processes and there's a way to to thrive in this world um which doesn't need like any special definition you know or any special labeling or anything it's just you usually you feel it and you know when it's right yeah. um i i don't know what you think about this this chaotic times um and like i feel it's necessary to go through that out of chaos comes order right as uh, as we say but um i think it's it's as the world wars as uh, empires like everything that has existed before like sometimes it's necessary to go through certain through a hardship you know through a certain um, period of uncertainty of chaos of um of unstructured political systems, uh, of shattered society and whatever, to then rebuild something and relearn new schemes. Um, I, I don't want to say I'm pessimistic about what's happening because I'm a naturally optimistic person, but uh, I, don't, I don't know where this is going to end. I think it's a few years still to go um, until it kind of settles down and we go back to, not go back, but we transition to something that is uh, better, I think, for for just humanity overall, but I don't know what you think about what, what's happening just in general. Do you feel like it's necessary or do you feel like it's uh, we're losing time or, or what? Yeah, I, I definitely understand the sentiment. And sometimes I also think, as you said, chaos and order. Um, I think often and in history, we've seen that 
it, it sometimes it feels like this is a chance to say okay we're going to strip all this artificial bullshit away and come closer <laughs> to the truth and to harmony with with each other and earth that would be wonderful because yeah. as you said before we have big brains we we can think a lot we're creative we can dream up things and make them reality we're so capable but on the other hand that's i think a huge source Of, to sow chaos and confusion so often you know I'm just so uncertain but I have to say often I'm very pessimistic to say there are some people who are saying already you know we are probably going to eradicate ourselves off the face <laughs> of the earth what it's looking like even if it's not the wish of most people but the few people who hold so much power that they control these things it's mm -hmm. a little like okay who's going to stop them you know really <laughs> who's yeah. going to stop them people are trying in different ways and also there if people are doing this with good intentions they are creating division amongst those groups who are doing it in in different ways if this if it's protesting civil resistance exiting the matrix they're all kind of finding reasons why the other group is wrong about how they're going about changing yeah. the world. So I think it's it's incredibly hard. And, and some days I just want, I'm just this naive person who's like, I just hope everything turns out right. And other <laughs> days I'm very pessimistic or maybe even realistic, as you said, to look at the state of the world, to look at you know the 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 integrity of the planet at the state of biodiversity and ecosystems and sometimes you can't do anything but think okay you know maybe this is it and maybe this is the point where humans will not learn because you know we've never in in humanity ever been faced with this with there have always been wars and as you said falls of empires but that you know earth didn't come crashing down and mm. and not all places around the world or majority of the world suddenly became unlivable that was a totally different ball game because it was about the state of maybe certain places like wars and things were local regional maybe even national but it wasn't the entire integrity of earth systems mm -hmm. and i think this is something that just nobody can predict And I think the only thing that keeps me going and makes sense is kind of saying, as you said before, acquiring skills, finding community and unity with people, trying to live in harmony and in, in connection and with the ryth rhythms of nature and trying to make changes as best as you can and more, I think, you, you just mm -hmm. can't do. That's what I was going to ask you, actually. Like, what do you do, you know, on a, maybe not a daily basis, or but what are you trying to do to kind of... Uh improve i don't know your your own life or stay up to date and just help your your environment like what what is what what keeps you going yeah for me for me it's really acquiring skills as i said finding people and places where i can say um you know uh people and places that teach me um about how to support earth how to support um you know nature and in in re restoration regeneration and just finding you know it's a very slow process and I feel yeah. also from where I am right now where I'm living right now I'm, I'm it's not happening um as effectively 
as I would want it and I'm still often very frustrated about where I am and I think I'm going to be needing I'm going to have to make some very big changes and possibly relocation to really live what I believe I want to live and to really um, you know gain all, all those practical skills those life skills and the knowledge and this active connection with nature and I'm I'm working on making that happen but yeah it, it's 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 uh, right now I'm not in that place at all that I want to be um, mm -hmm. but yeah I think that in my mind that I have identified what what I what I want to do I think is already a big step and now it just comes to the execution how how I can work at that uh, what about you First of all, good luck uh, from the bottom of my heart because uh, I think I'm kind of in the same space as you are right now. I didn't like already identified how I would like to live and how I'd like to contribute. Um, and it does take time, effort, patience and overcoming frustration and, and everything, right, to, to make these big changes and they're not easy to, to make. Um, as we as we said, it's easy to stay in the metrics and not do anything. But it's uh, if we label it as the metrics, right? But it's it's harder to to pursue something that is, and that's very paradoxical. It's harder to pursue something which is more natural than it is to stay in something artificial. That's really what I what I feel today. Um, so good luck, full support to to you and to everyone who's trying to do that. Thank and, you. Uh, and I really hope. Uh, also and that that's a call to everyone right that we join forces kind of you know to to just um just through podcast or through i don't know conversation through just basic support whatever that can be but i think that's important um to keep us going and uh for me um it's as you said it's a very it's a timely process and step by step often very small baby steps uh for me it's just already trying to to kind of plant a few seeds here and there in the in the in the minds of people that I see every day, be it at work, for example, it's it can be something as simple as um, have you gone to I don't know have you done some grounding and just walked barefoot today? I'm asking one of my colleagues, and they say no. Then I then I tell them like okay maybe try that because you have a because they complain that they have a lot of inflammatory processes in their body. And I just tell them, just go walk on the beach. We have, we're lucky enough to have the beach here. So it's, it's as small as this. And um, on my side personally, and we, we spoke about this briefly already um, in, a, in another conversation, but I'm just thinking about uh, opening up new school, a uh, new schooling system for children, because I really believe that uh, if we want to kind of start making a chance, a change, it starts with the younger generation who still is open to kind of these new ideas and is not too ingrained in the in the process. And um, I don't, I'm not saying I have any legitimacy in doing that, but I just want to join forces with people who kind of think think that way uh, and who would who would be happy to help on on such a project as as just uh, showing children what I mean some values, some basic way of thinking some skills you know that you and I are trying to learn and yeah I think that's how I'd like to contribute but again that's very it, it's tough it's tough um and it takes time so let's see what happens but um 
it's it's honorable that we're trying <laughs> let's put it that way yes of course always like you you can just try and i think if something comes from an intelligent place with with integrity and really from from a place of of truth and exploration <laughs> then you can just you know pull your head to that person and say you know all the good luck to you or as we're in france bon chance <laughs> but <laughs> i'm just yeah I, i'm I, i really and that's the thing like this conversation with you it really lit me up it feels so good i feel a little lighter you know to have said yeah. all these things out loud and to have put all these emotions and thoughts into some sort of a, a vessel and um you know it's also like i mean it's easy as that if you if you if you talk to a person or meet a person like you and me you know you could just decide okay let's see we're we're kind of on the same level we both seem like proactive people who could thrive of of creating a project together so you never know maybe at some point you and me will will join forces and do something together and that's the beauty i think of connection and meeting people you never know what will happen and if everybody does something you know something that is just good good and pure and with good intention then then the world will become a better place Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. I have nothing to add to this. It's uh, it's beautifully said. It's a uh, purity of intentions that uh, tracks the pure as well. And what is pure usually is, is aligned with nature. And uh, I think that's all we can ask for. Also, I want to acknowledge and honor Indigenous and First Nations peoples as custodians of most of planet Earth's biodiversity and bearers of ancient knowledge. I pay my respects to elders past, present, and emerging and recognize all Indigenous and First Nations people's strength, resilience, and deep connection to nature. Thank you.